0: Hello, this is me again, this is Thelma. I have something else I wanted to share with you on today. And this particular podcast name is the day that I told my mom that I was being sexually violated. This is the true story of a seven-year-old child. Where her, her not biological father, her stepfather had been violating her. Who was a bishop of the Church of God in Christ. I don't know how long he had been sexually violating her. But she would tell her grandmother and she would tell her aunt. But she would not tell her mother what was going on with her. And I think the grandmother and the aunt was keeping her at that time because the mother worked a lot. Sometime she worked all night until early morning. So I think that uh, the relatives was keeping this child. But all time she would tell that grandmother and that aunt what was happening to her. And they kept trying to get her to tell her mother. But I think the reason why she didn't tell her mother were that the Offender threatened her. Sometimes they will lock children jaws. They'll, they'll lock adult jaws up so they won't talk and tell them who they're going to kill. They're going to kill them. They're going to kill their sister. They're going to kill their brother, their mother, father, whoever. And no child won't parents to be killed. But um, he did not tell her that he would kill the aunt the grandmother. So finally, the aunt and the grandmother talked this child into sharing this with her mother. So one day she decided that she would tell her mother. And the story her mother tells me is that when that child opened her mouth and told her what had been happening to her, the trauma of that assault knocked that child out cold. She said to me, Felma, she says she she stayed out for seven days in the hospital. It was seven days before they could bring her back. So finally they brought her back. And the mother said immediately she took her to counseling, started counseling, and come to find out that even the other children, the other sisters and brother, has been violated by this strange the same man bishop. Okay. Anyway, that's supposed to be teaching the children and teaching everybody how to live right, and he can't teach himself. So anyway, as the children grew up even after the counseling, counseling will help you to release it, but it does not make they do not make you whole. They can't make you whole. That power is only in the hands of God. So anyway, um, they grew up, and even today, they're in their 50s, 60s, early 60s, and they're still ill because, I mean, they couldn't help them. They are so sick physically, psychologically, mentally. They're so ill, all kind of medication. Uh, Some of them can't take the sunlight. They can't stand to be outside in the sun. They can't enjoy summer and you know beginning of spring and early autumn. They can't enjoy that like we can because they can't stand it. So that windows in their houses has dark material in front of the curtain. So there is no 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 nothing that can get in there. There's no sun. Nothing pretty outside. They don't know the pretty days like we do. None of that can get in the house. Because they are ill. This is the deadless, deadless of illness. That once sexual violence takes place within your being, um, if God doesn't move it with a gift, it's not going to move. It will go right to the grave with you. And some people are so ashamed because they take the blame on what happened to them, and it was not their fault. That is normally one of the first statements I make before I, by the, you know, when I'm interviewing a client. I said to them, "I want you to know that this was not your fault. No matter where you were, who you was with, what you was doing, what you should have done, it is not your." fault you had nothing to do with this i want you listeners to know that everything that i give to you are true everything i will not make up anything just to make a podcast no i will not do that every podcast that you that you listen to will be true and truth that i have checked and checked and it's true my mission is to help those who have been sexually violated as I were myself and stayed ill for so long. The saddest thing about it sometimes, you know that you are ill but you don't think anything will help you. I have news for you today. From Brokenness to Wholeness is not called From Brokenness to Wholeness for nothing. It does just what it says it does. That you're going to move from brokenness to wholeness. And here's the good thing about it. You won't be bothered with that anymore. Anymore in your life. Unless you're violated again. You have to be violated all over again by somebody else. That's a new thing. But those violations that you have and been had. When you reach out to for brokenness to wholeness. You and you go through this simple, it's a simple protocol, very simple. And you go through that simple protocol, you will be whole. There's no doubt about it, because I was made whole. And there's so many things to say about sexual violence. I remember when I first started in, in it, I said, it is just like a death. Only thing about it, you're still breathing. And this is one thing that I know for a fact. If your wife, your daughter, your mother, your sister, your brother leave home today, like this morning, for instance, left home on the way to school, on the way to work, wherever. If they're violated before they get back home, and they call you and tell you that they've been violated, the child, the mother, the son, Will never be the same again. That one that you let out that door this morning. You won't get that child back. You won't get that child back. That child is gone. You won't get that wife back. You'll get someone that you don't know. And even if this has not happened to you listeners. I assure you that you know someone that it happened to. Most people don't like to talk about it. Because it's their secret. That's the way I work. To me, it was my business. And nobody had any business knowing my business. But business, that business like that, you don't keep it. Because one thing about an offender, you never hear of one stopping until they die. You never hear that. I've never heard that. And the thing I say is we don't have to think that we're so prized that that offender wanted us so bad. We're not the first one. We're not gonna be the last one. I believe in justice for offenders. I believe in justice. I believe that they should be punished. I believe if they took a life, that's how they should be punished because they basically took a life. The person that you see at the rate is only in that shell, that body, that others, that spirit of that person. It's broken, it's broken. That person cannot even relate to who he or she were before they was broken. So I did this uh podcast, as I said, I got some more, and I don't like for one to run off in the other one. Sometimes they may be thirty minutes long, sometimes twenty minutes long, and sometimes just ten minutes long. But just so long as I get some information out there from sexual and domestic violence. Because I have been in both of them and I work in both of them. Thank you. Have a good one.